You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member of FDIC. Well, it's early on a Monday morning. I'm Bart Gregory, and he's Charlie Winfield, and we're in the Farm Bureau studios here in Startwell, Mississippi, downtown Startwell. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. You can check them out at favorites.com. And uh, I guess, Charlie, you have in football Monday morning quarterback. I guess this is what, Monday morning point guard? Is that what it is? Monday morning defensive player, if you were at that basketball game yesterday? If you were the manager wiping sweat off the floor, you had the busiest job yesterday. State wins yesterday 60-54 to at Southern Miss down in the Reed Green Coliseum in Hattiesburg. In Such an, as it is. In an exhibition game. Charity exhibition game yesterday. And all the money going toward the tornado victims that we had the bad tornadoes back a few months ago over in Rolling Fork. And so 10,000 feet, Charlie. Before we dive into talking about basketball, our thoughts were, hey, let's just come in here and talk a little bit about you know, what we saw yesterday, 15, 20 minutes. We're not going to be here long today. First and foremost, I thought there would have been more people there yesterday. Yes, I did too. I was struck by the lack of a crowd. Now, the USM faithful who were there. We're were good. Oh, man. they and I will say this. They approached this thing like it mattered. They did, and and this is not to disparage Southern in any way. Um, you could tell they cared. Jay Ladner, Southern Miss guy, Jay had a great career as a high school coach. He was great down at St. Stanislaus. He was good at Jones and then became the head coach at Southern. He's a Hattiesburg native, and I, I think this is his fifth year. He wore coat and tie yesterday. The band was ready to roll. Southern cared yesterday. But here's conversely to that. I thought we cared yesterday too. I thought we I thought we did. I did not feel like well, let's define cared. Okay. So did we play with effort? Yes. Yes. Clearly. Both teams did, and I thought both teams got better as a result of playing that game. On the other hand, did we care so much that we were game planning for that game? No. no, no, no. We weren't taking time out of the week to say, hey, Southern's going to play a matchup zone and let's spend a day getting ready for a matchup zone. They, we weren't getting off schedule doing what we do. And I think that's part of the reason we had some troubles yesterday. I mean, think about in college basketball how many times you see teams have trouble early when they play a team of older guys who know how to play a zone defense or they want to press early in the season. That usually causes problems. We handled those things yesterday, but it did contribute to slowing us down. It did, and, you know, I'm not trying to go so far as to make this about Southern Miss. I like their team. I actually like Southern Miss as a basketball team. How about I mean, this? They won the part. league last year. Well, they won their league after, you know, Ladner was a little bit on the hot seat down at USM because they had not been very good. He makes some changes. He brings in Juan Cardona, who kind of runs the defense. He's their recruiting connection in South America. And Cardona, I thought you talked about Ladner wearing the tie yesterday and having the coat on. I thought Juan Cardona, by the way, is the associate head coach. I thought he was going to have to put on a skirt, get some pom-poms because 
He was he was out at midcourt cheering, man. I mean, tell you, he was uh, he he was leaving uh, no emotion in the locker room yesterday, and so you've got a team. Getting back to the players, no freshmen on this team. There is only one sophomore. Every single player, if I'm not mistaken, who played for USM yesterday had prior D1 experience and three years of it. I mean, we're talking about playing an old team yesterday that played very, very hard. And so I, I'm i encouraged by what I saw yesterday, and I, I think that if we were to go to the Mississippi State basketball office right now, they would tell you, man, there's some great stuff on film. Oh, I thought going back to the point, what you just said, you got stuff on film. I thought yesterday was almost the perfect scenario for an exhibition game. One is, as you got out there, we used some combinations that you may not see again, and you probably won't see again. We went real small a couple times and didn't do that well in Southern Miss, kind of jumped back in the game a little bit. But it was a game which didn't count. You're playing an opposing crowd that had a band there. And like you said, Charlie, it wasn't a huge crowd, but the crowd was into it. Much like their DJ, he didn't have a lot of speakers, but he made up for it with volume. Yes. They didn't have a lot of guys there or gals. They didn't have a lot of fans there. But the ones who were there, man, they, they didn't bring a half effort with them. No, they didn't. And so it ended up being a, a really good experience, I think, for us. So let me ask you this. Quick reaction as you look. Who impressed you? for Mississippi State. Like, give me the first guy off your list. All right, first guy off my list, I thought Jimmy Bell, the first five minutes of the game was really good, all right? I thought he he's an imposing figure. He's a big dude, man, and he moves well. Um, all right. Hey, he had nine rebounds in 20 minutes. So here's the, the line on Jimmy Bell Jr. yesterday. Two points, nine rebounds, two assists. He didn't have a turnover. And I thought I mean, that's interesting on the assist line because I thought there were a couple of times when we had guards in trouble, they got the ball to Bell, and they weren't able to run defenders at him and and kind of shake him at all. But so right now, knowing Tolu's out, if all you get from Jimmy Bell Jr. in a game is three offensive rebounds and six defensive rebounds in 20 minutes of play, wouldn't you be pretty happy? I'm happy with it because I'm going another direction with that. I thought Scott, Jaquan Scott was good yesterday. Jaquan Scott had nine points, and they all came in the first half. But he had five offense, He had five rebounds in the first half, four rebounds in the second half. He got nine rebounds too. I thought he with Bell. He complimented Bell well. So Scott, to me, yesterday looked like a guy who is – has crazy skill. Yeah. He's just got to learn where to be and when to be there. Right. And you could see Chris Jans talking to him a lot during the game, and I use talking as the <laughs> as the phrase. But there were times you could see defensively wasn't where he wanted him to be, but he got there enough and he was athletic enough to get eight rebounds. And so – He had I, good I hands. Thought, yeah, I, I thought he was – I thought he was really good. I think the guy who jumped out to me was Josh Hubbard. And I'll say that for a couple of reasons. Look, Hubbard came out. His first shot hit the side of the of the backboard. Uh, hit the side of the backboard. And I promise you, I think his second shot was still going up when it hit the bottom of the rim. Oh, my god! You talk about a guy. It was, it was really funny, to be honest with you. When you're around 
these guys and these athletes, and then all of a sudden they get out there. You could tell he uh, he was tight. He, he was tight. He but, was nervous. But in the second half, he's oh, yeah. two of four from three-point range, knocks down his only free throws, um, had ten points in the second half of play, and all those mattered. So I thought Josh Hubbard – here was the other thing about it. He played 22 minutes, but you go back and you look, when did those minutes come? Hubbard played 16 minutes in the second half. Yeah. I thought he hit one of the big shots of the game, too. I thought there were two – Really big shots. Now, we took a nine-point lead early in the game. I think it was like 19 to 10. Southern came right back down and, and popped in a three right after that. Made it 19-13. They got it back close. We were ahead by four to half. Well, you know, second half rolls out. Hey, they take a lead in the second half. And you're like, well, this is the first time today that the home teams had the lead. Hubbard hit a big three. I thought Shaq Moore hit a big three. Uh, Shaq hit the three to give us the lead. And then later in the game, I think that Shaq three made it 37-35 us. Yeah, we were ahead 37-35 with 12 minutes to go in the game. And then later in the game, man, they get it back down to close, and that's when Hubbard got it to a three-point game with two minutes to go. It's 52-49, and Hubbard comes down and pops a daggum three, and we got the lead back at six. I thought that was the big shot of the game, and it came from the freshman. And I, I liked his composure. You saw him run the point some. You saw him play off the ball some. But I thought Josh Hubbard looked really good. I, DJ Jeffries in the ball game. you look at the stat line, it's okay. 4-10, 2-5 from three-point range, 11 points. But he gave you seven rebounds. I thought DJ was maybe I'd just say a little bit better version of DJ. And I think that's the reason I said Jimmy Bell and the Jaquan Scott and you said Josh Hubbard is because it's almost like we take these guys for granted. We take Jeffries for granted. We take Shaq Moore for granted. We take Cam Matthews for granted. I mean, those those are our dogs. I thought Deshaun Davis was, was good yesterday running the point. For the most part, everybody was good. Sean Jones played just a little bit, turned his ankle. Going to be interested to see how – he did not come back, only played nine minutes in the game yesterday, but hit a big three. Played Trey Ford a little bit. He was out of position some defensively. And that's going to be one of the things, and you start to say, all right, why will we not see a Fort more? Why will you not see an Adrian Myers more? Um, some of these guys, it's not a question of skill set. It's just going to be a question of being able to rotate and figure out where you're supposed to be defensively. But you could tell once that game got going – we wanted to win that thing. Oh, And we yeah. were not – this wasn't Christian Brothers. No. Crowley's a good player. The kid from West Point started at Ole Miss and played up there you know, two or three years at Ole Miss. He was a great player last year in the Sun Belt. Is he, he may, he's maybe the preseason player of the year in the Sun Belt this year. I think Southern's picked to finish in the top three, four in the league this year after winning the league last year. Crowley was only two for 17 in the game. And the only points he scored in the second half came at the free throw line. Yeah, I thought, you know, he got loose for a couple of threes early, and then we made some adjustments there. Southern, 8 of 24 from three-point range in the ball game, but Crowley just struggled from, well, from everywhere. I thought going down there yesterday, and I, I sent a text to um, somebody after the game yesterday, and they were asking how we did, and I said, hey, we won by six. And they were like, only six. And if you'd asked me going down there what I would have thought about a six-point win against Southern Miss, even though they have all the players coming back, I would have said, man, I don't know if I'll be excited. 
after sitting there watching that game, Southern didn't make a whole lot of shots. I mean, like you said, Charlie, they only shot at 33% for the game, 30% for the game, 33% behind the three-point line. But we kind of overwhelmed them so much with our defense that even when they got open shots, they were hurrying those open shots. It looked very similar to what you saw last year from our defense. And we wore them down a little bit too. You know, you look at bench points in the ball game. We had 28 to their eight. You know, we were able to go a little bit deeper than they were. Um, all right, so overall positives, I'll give you another one for me. Um, is a the so they had that post player is a um, he was a big old guy. I mean, a big old guy. He was ready to scrap the entire game. Hey, I've never so we had Pat Adams, who was a veteran official. I like Pat Adams a lot as an official. He's one of my top five favorite officials. I think he'd throw Doug Shows in there, Pat Adams. I don't want to go too far down the list. But he was he was a referee yesterday, and it was almost like they got together before the game started, and it's like, all right, we're going to let them play. I mean, they let us play. And, I mean, it was a dogfight. But it was a, there was one time that Pat Adams looked at Izzy and Cam Matthews and just stopped the game. And walked up to him and had a long – and you would never see this in a regular season game as long as it took. It was almost like, guys, this is an exhibition basketball game. Stop it. I mean, it's almost like me trying to referee the fight between my 12-year-old and 9-year-old in the back seat driving down the road. Well, it's like, guys, stop. Well, I will tell you that uh, tornado relief was not <laughs> on the minds of either um, <laughs> late in that ball game yesterday. Um, we're going to miss Tolu till he gets back. We're going to miss Murph till he gets back because Guy Chol is, is, is just raw. Yeah, he looks like a freshman. Um, and so I just don't think you're going to be able to go very deep here. And that's not to say he can't be a good player. But, man, I'm telling you, the thing I come away happy about was we were able to make some big shots when we needed to. And, man, Hubbard's got a chance. Yeah, he's got a chance to make some shots. To be a big-time player for a long time here. Well, that point you just made, I thought it was a great point. Yesterday when we had to have a bucket, when we had to have a possession, we got it. When we had to have a shot, we got it. Now, we may not have made that first shot. We may have had to get the offensive rebound, but we got it. To me, that was the good thing about yesterday. I laughed as I was walking out of the ball game yesterday because I heard somebody saying, "Well, that sure was ugly." I'm like, well, "Did you see last year?" <laughs> I mean, you better you now. This is the script, okay? I mean, that's what. That's how we're going to win. We're going to ugly up some basketball games, particularly until Tolu's back. And but hey, I'll tell you, man, I kind of liked going small a little bit. Yeah, I liked it too. We we just you just don't have the same you know on the defensive side. What about the free throws? Does that bother you? You know, I sent um, – I was was tweeting the score yesterday, and I had a couple people, you know, pop back about free throw shooting. And, I mean, let me tell you this. At the end of the day, it was an exhibition basketball game that they let them play. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, we are what we are on the free throw line, I think. I mean, I think we're going to be a team at the free throw line. Yesterday, we were 12 for 22. We were 9 for 15 in the second half. We're going to be a team that shows up one night and shoots 55% at the free throw line, and the next night we're going to shoot 70. That's just going to be us. We're going to be up and down. Do you disagree with that? I wish I did, but I kind of think you're right. Yeah, I just think we're we're going to be kind of like we were last year. 
Now, last year at times, in some games, we were just downright egregious at the free throw line. Well, 12 of 22 is not much better. Well, it was 9 of 15 in the second. We shot 60% okay. in the second half. And so we were 3 for 7 in the so first half. So we're trending. Half. We're trending in the, in the right, right direction. direction. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, before we get out of here, you know, real quick, normally in the midweek we talk about all the things going on in Startwell. Of course, when you're coming to Startwell this weekend, we're taking uh, playing Kentucky in football at 630 this Saturday night. And uh, so go ahead and make your order online. It's Monday morning early. Go ahead and order something for the game. It's supposed to be starting getting cool. I hadn't looked at the weather for Saturday, but it's supposed to be cool starting later today on through the week. But go to maroonandco.com and get your ensemble for the weekend and type in the code NIL10 online or go by the store and tell them NIL10, the promo code. They'll give you 10% off, and then they're going to send another 5% to the Bulldog Initiative. And so go by and see our friends at Maroon and Company. All right, we said we were going to get in here for just uh, quickly talk about basketball. Anything else you got, Charlie? Yeah, just one other thing before we get out of here. A lot going on in Starbull here over the next couple of months. Of course, we've got, we're, man, we're getting close to like Christmas parade time and all that stuff coming up. But here's what I would say is if you are coming into town, Starble.org. They've updated their website. They've got a great calendar of events. You know, you've got all sorts of things going on here this weekend and coming through into the coming week. So what I'd tell you is this. If you are coming to town, take a look at Starble.org and look at all the things to do in Starble in the coming weeks when you're going to be in town. Yeah, they got Tailgate the Town this coming Friday. Tailgate the Town on Friday. Got the Christmas open house on uh, November the 12th, making Maine Mary, which is a decorating event, which is Thursday the 9th. But here's the thing. You mentioned the parade. It's November the 27th, but the Budweiser Clydesdales, they're coming on December the 7th. And so go to startwell.org and see what all is going on in the next uh, month or so. Hey, once again, thanks to our good friends at Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. Also, we'll be back on Friday. Actually, before Friday, Tracks Plus. Go to tracksplus.com for your heavy machinery. Country Pleasing Sauces. Go to countrypleasing.com and see the different varieties. It's in different stores throughout the southeast. Of course, I've got mine at uh, Kroger earlier today on the way into Starkville. But uh, Mississippi State wins it 60-54 to over Southern Miss yesterday. So, Charlie, we're not going to tag it as like Monday morning point guard. This is not something that we're going to do and make an appointment television, but I enjoyed it. Hey, you want to break down the football game anymore? All right. Hey, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll be back later in the week, and we'll talk about Mississippi State and the Kentucky Wildcats and what it's going to take for Mississippi State football to get back on track. You don't want to do that now? No, we'll do it later. Okay. And have a Friday deep dig as well. And then Sunday coffee on Sunday. We'll be back many more times this week, but not as joyous as we are right now after winning by six in an exhibition game on the road at Southern Miss. Appreciate you joining us.